making waves and it's orange they believe Fall nations tailgating and they're raring to go Yeah, when kneeling gets to rocking, it's a hell of a show Hello, Guess everybody. who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Oh, you ain't gonna stop. keep going, You've Elvis? Ruined it. You've ru he's ruined it, you know. Had some good, but, you know, he ruined it. Uh, welcome to episode 21 of the Vols Deep Podcast. We're back, and it's time for the Aggies of Texas A&M. We're gonna break down the Texas A&M football team. How y'all feel about it? I feel pretty good. Um, you know, this is one of them games that's always circled all year because it's not all the time that you get to see uh, these two uh, uh, historical programs go up against each other. So it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm nervous and excited both. What year did we go down there? It was 15, right? Yes, I think no, it was six, 16. It was the year it of was 16, uh, yeah. beating Florida and then the Hail Mary year. And that was the first loss of the it, That spiral. was whenever we was like, hey, Alvin Kamara is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, we're coming to you live tonight from the Vol Cave. Live and in living color, baby. On just about every platform, uh, Facebook, YouTube, I think, Twitter. Share this out for us if you don't care. Um, still no TikTok. Still no TikTok. They're being difficult. They, they, don't like, they don't like getting Vols deep. Uh, as always, we have a ton to talk about regarding Tennessee volunteers and college football. We'll throw some splashes of other teams and subjects in there, but it's going to be primarily nothing but Tennessee football. Uh, we have this week's game predictions coming up, and we have giveaways as well. Uh, we'll be doing another giveaway, $25 gift card, baseball, football cards, and some decals. Stick around for the details on the giveaway. Uh, speaking of predictions, Spanky has lost another round of the college, or I should say just football pickums. Yeah, but, you know, we done took care of that last show, last week's show. So no, you lost no, again. You lost no. again. Yeah, you did. I'm the greatest over we here. I ain't, lost, I, ain't lost, I ain't lost one time in, out of college and NFL. I've well, only, I'm glad I've, you can do something with your life. I've only got nine meaningful. games long all season. What, do you want a freaking cookie? Yeah, like, I'd do you love want a cookie? cookie? I'd love a cookie right now. Oh, Lord, it looks like you need to eat one. I'd say Spanky's got a cookie. <laughs> you you know I do. I always got them. You got an extra cookie, Spanky? Yeah. So Spanky's got a draw out of the cup of misfortune. Later tonight, we're going to see what his, his punishment is. Um, I've got to be a door greeter, door greeter at McDonald's for 30 minutes, um, and then Spur still has to do the park. He's got to park cars at Walmart. Yeah, he ain't even done that. We're just going to. It was supposed to happen in Florida. In we Florida. should draw the interest on him. Yeah. But Corbin's been on fire. Um, nobody's been able to stop him. So, so was a dumpster far. fire. Um, <laughs> we all went seven and three. Last week, though, besides Spanky, he went five and five. So this brings Corbin's record of forty-three and nineteen in first place. I'm in second place, thirty-eight and twenty-four, and we have a tie between Spanky and Spur at thirty-seven and twenty-five. And just ten of them losses, and ten of them losses is high school games because I don't know nothing about high school football. We know. What do you think about that, Spank? I I, I don't know what to think about him. I just don't. I'm, I'm just gonna sit for the duel. I just am. All right, we have start bench cut. We have Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. And, of course, we have the dual. Spur can't be here tonight. He got stuck in traffic in Atlanta. So A-Town, down. So Spur's going to have to forfeit the belt. Where's the belt? Right here. I stole it before we left. 
That's the only time you'll ever get to touch it. Have you had it? I've not seen it the last couple of days. I am the longest reigning champion. Oh, we don't care. The most combined These days These people don't care. Just shut up. The most reigns is champion. They don't care. We'll hit some comments, and then we'll go to commercial. Uh, Chad Wagner says, uh, peak male performance, That's I right. guess. Right here, baby. He's talking to the only one that uh, that holds that title. That's that, right, baby. Look that here, peak spanky. male performance, Put that everybody. down. You're going to get us The people playing. love they, it. Nobody wants to see that. The people love it. Uh, Justin says he's here in spirit. Uh, go Vols. James Fair on YouTube says the spank always has his stash. Laugh out loud. Uh, it says, what about Blaney? Let's go. Why I'm Blaney? I guess Blaney. Oh, well. Uh, we can't go hey. into NASCAR because Corbin will talk. Oh, for my God. God Almighty. He did Shut advance. up with the stupid NASCAR. He did advance. I'll give him that. All right. We'll be right back with our, our turn, uh, weekend recap. Turn. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vile Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union. Great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't believe that roar When the boys find a checkup for the big orange is back. It's a fact. Volunteers, where you at? Get a loud stand proud. Send a message to the crowd. Welcome back to episode 21 of the Vols Deep Podcast, coming to you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, we're about to hit this week's recap. We appreciate the likes, the comments, and shares. Please keep them rolling in for us. We'll hit the comments again here in a minute. Uh, we started off last week's recap mentioning thoughts and uh, you know prayers, and we're going to talk about Brew McCoy. Uh, his surgery was successful, and uh, I know this is kind of old news, but uh, damn, man, I just love Brew McCoy. But seeing how far he's came um, as a transfer from USC, you know, got in a little bit of trouble there. Um, and, I mean, in my opinion, he's probably the, the top fan favorite. Oh, uh, yeah. He's does, got his own chant. Like, he's got his own chant. Just does so much with NIL, the Huddle for Hearts, uh, where he donates the AED machines and, and trains people on how to use them. Uh, Brew is a, a true volunteer. And, uh, yeah, just thoughts and prayers to him. I hope we get him back next year. I, I hope so, too. I hope he can – uh, he'd have to medical red shirt, wouldn't he? So I hope he can get it approved. Uh, I'm not, I'm sure. I, I know he can do it. I know I've seen yeah. something where he could do it. Um, James Pierce Jr. earned SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week honors. I know last week's uh, this is last week's news, but we're gonna give him a shout out since we took a bye week with the team. James Pierce Jr. is an animal man, true sophomore. He's gonna make himself a lot of money. Uh, Ten tackles, five sacks so far this season. Uh, let's talk a little Kamal Haddon. Um, do y'all still hate this guy? Or? I, I'm, I'm never really. I'm just, I know, but a lot of fans hate him. I've never. That's just I've how fans are. Like, and him. I don't. I don't get why you have to boo. Like at the end of the day, guys, it's they're still kids out there playing football. Like, it must they're be older the same than you, people. Spanky. They're about the same age as me. I'd be look. I'd be a senior right now. I don't have eligibility. Yet, but <laughs> I mean, he's I'd got, be a senior right now. He's got great numbers across the board from college football to the SEC bowl at the moment. Yeah, um, I mean, the South Carolina game was bad last year. He did miss some some big tackles, um, and uh, you know had a had a real bad play against Florida. But um, 
I don't know, man. He's literally one of the best corners in college football if you look at the numbers. Kamal Haddon is 10th nationally, third in the SEC. Um, he's first in the SEC in pass breakups, second in passes defended, and fifth in interceptions. Like, I don't see how people can hate on them stats. Like, I, I really don't. Especially as much as he's targeted. Like, like yeah. people try to pick on him after that South Carolina game. Um, what about this Tennessee defense, man? Uh, front seven, leading the country in sacks, 22. Uh, we were also fifth in the country in tackles for loss. We're solid up front on defense. That was a very – ESPN was even highlighting that against uh, South Carolina. And I didn't know that at the time, but daggum, it is impressive. Right we, we, now we're a monster on that defensive line. Yeah, we're, it's great to see just because Tennessee's always been kind of known known for that. So, um, yeah, but, it, but it was under the radar of Will yeah. Brad. Like nobody even – before South Carolina, nobody had mentioned it at all. We we've been really good, like last year, and and I think even the year before that, we was really good at tackles for loss, but just horrible on on third down. But with this staff and uh, with you know with Hopple and Ronnie Garner, I think it's just going to get better and better with recruiting. Um, Tennessee versus Alabama, third week of October has been announced as a three thirty kickoff time. Uh, love it, back to back prime time spots. I love it, too, because this is the last year that uh, we get to see SEC on CBS. You know, someone tried to tell me a few months ago that it wouldn't happen this year. It's <laughs> obviously happening. But um, we still got to listen to it. I know we'll get into him here in a minute. That stupid Gary Danielson. Like, what a clown. Like, what a pathetic piece of a man. Like, you have to be just downright stupid and ignorant to say that Neyland's, like, I, better, uh, the same as every other SEC place. Like, dude, shut up. I want to see him get in the get in the ring with Spanky. I'd hate to make him. Well, no, he can make himself relevant by the dumbass comments he says. So Spanky's Spanky's getting, pissed he, off. He's getting hated over Gary over here. I don't like Gary either. I don't know. Him, I don't know many people that really does. Honestly, I think I think we'll see game day in Alabama though, especially if Tennessee uh, takes care of business Saturday. Yeah, I hope so. I do believe if uh, we win, Alabama wins game day be in Alabama, especially what happened last year. And, I mean, there's still big stakes for both teams with one loss if they're playing – if they both have one loss and playing each other. Yeah. Uh, we have some good games coming up this weekend. Uh, the leaves are falling. The air is cool. Uh, it's my favorite time of year. It's uh, getting a tad bit nippy out there, everybody. You got to get some britches and some jackets on, like my Lord. You're always nippy, Spanky. I am. I can't help it. Uh, Texas A&M comes to Knoxville. Oregon goes to uh, Washington. That's going to be a great game. Uh, Florida travels to South Carolina. Auburn, LSU. USC heads to Notre Dame. Miami heads to North Carolina. I'm, I'm very excited about this weekend. There's going to be a lot of good games. A lot of good games this weekend. That USC-Notre Dame one's going to be uh, something. That can be a good game. because Notre Dame teams could lose. I mean, Notre Dame's what, lost, what, two in a row? And USC, they've been pulling away, barely pulling barely, away. Barely, yeah. They're di yeah that's, I, would, I would love to see USC go down. Too. I know you were on the bandwagon, and I'm not. The USC bandwagon. I think Caleb Williams. But you really, you really hate uh, uh, Notre Dame, too, though. I can't stand Notre Dame. At least they're playing some competition for once. Probably the best year they've ever had playing competition. <laughs> I hit the comment box. Miranda says, hey, y'all, glad you're back on. Thanks for joining us again, Miranda. Austin Howard said, why did the last episode never drop on Spotify? I'm not sure. I have to double-check that. I know we had uh, a lot of Wi-Fi problems that, that night, so hopefully it's good tonight. Yeah, we've had 
the internet should be fixed now. It should knock on the dang table. Because we, we had them come do the whole system. We do the whole system around here, so. Thank you, Mickey Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Mickey. Uh, Kimberly Everett says, missed you guys last week. Glad you're back on. Go Big Orange. Jerry uh, says, hey, on YouTube. And Austin Howard says, did you give the tickets away already? I did. I did. Let's see. Let me check this YouTube. Marty Allen Cox says, go Vols. Uh, Hayden Burge says, Dante Thornton and Slaughter are back this week. Chad says he's surprised Spanky still has his shirt on. We ain't, we ain't scored a touchdown yet. That's how it is. Sue's take it off for him, Spanky. No, as soon as you score a touchdown, you take your shirt off, you leave it off. Take your shirt off. The only time I took my sh- put, put my shirt back on against South Carolina is when we were walking down to the gas station, and the lady said, sir, you can you had to have a shirt on. I said, yes, ma'am, so I put the shirt back on. Uh. Devin Dixon's in the comments right now. He says to take your shirt off, Spanky. Give me my payday, pal. Don't pay pal me either, brother. Devin, I think I think if you scare him enough, he'll do it. I bet he's scared of you. I don't know. I fear no man. If you're no man. You what, fear, what's that quote? You fear I want? a lot of women, though. I know that. No, I, do. I just say yes, ma'am. I just go on. <laughs> we'll be right back with our first main talking point of the day. Stick with us. And we're back. Next, we've got our first main talking point of the day, presented by Taylor Jones with Big Orange Concrete Pumping. Pumping. Quit stealing uh, my crap. You just sat over there. My God. Do your thing. Just sat Put your face to the mic, Spanky. Sorry, I'm talking to the people out there in television. You world. ain't ta- talking to all them women. Probably. Uh, Taylor Jones has been doing this type of work for a very long time. He has the one of the biggest lime pumps in the state, similar to Spanky. So make sure you reach out. Uh, the big orange con- <laughs> concrete pumping for any of your concrete needs. Uh, all right, let's get Vols deep. Uh, usually right here we rank position groups. Uh, we do the game maxims, but we're just going to do random questions uh, since we skipped last week. Uh, let's give out some game balls. Uh, who would you give a game ball to on offense and defense versus South Carolina? On offense, um, I'm not going with like a stat or anything. I'm This is just more of an emotional thing. I'm going to go with Brew McCoy. Um yeah, he only had two catches, but still, um, just thoughts and prayers with him. Hopefully, he, when he does come back, that he can be healthy as ever. I got Squall White. He had nine receptions for 104 yards, averaged 11.6 yards per catch. Uh, no touchdowns, but still was the leading receiver for the game. Yeah, I'm going to go Jalen Wright, uh, 16 carries for 123 yards and a touchdown. Um, but on defense, I'm going to go James Pierce. Uh, junior, no doubt, and uh, Kamal Haddon too. I thought also played a great game. What are you doing now? I'm trying to fix it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, the line is currently at three. Does Tennessee cover versus Jimbo Fisher's Aggies on Saturday? Uh, I think I think we should be able to. Um, if not, it's going to be one heck of a game then, which I think it's going to be one anyway. But I think we'll be. 
I think we can cover. Give me the money. Corbin? Do we cover Saturday? Yep. That's the question, mate. That's what was that? Uh, yeah, I think we cover. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I think we pull away, though. I think the Neyland effect uh, really messes with with Jimbo. What, what's the game line right now? Three. 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 Well, I got us winning 34-31 for the game. I think it'll be close. So, yeah. Uh, what is your biggest concern going into this game uh, versus Texas A&M? Up front, uh, offense, the offensive line, it still concerns me. Uh, I thought we did better against South Carolina. Uh, having Cooper back really helped. But that Texas A&M front seven, it's uh, it's pretty nasty. Uh, they get back there a lot. They, they force a lot of sacks, uh, a lot of tackles behind the line of scrimmage. So we got to play our best up front. Uh, Texas A&M's got a really good defense. Really, really good defense. And uh, our offensive line, like Spanky said, is going to have to play top notch. Uh, can't allow many sacks. Milton's, I, I think Milton's going to have to move the ball some. Like like run the ball? Not just run the ball, get out of pocket, throw some passes. You know, he's going to have to move around more than usual, I think, in this game. The Texas A&M defense, man, second best defensive line in the country. Um, and everybody that they've played, they've gave them hell on third down. They're very good at forcing um, the, the long third down. So, and then we've had a lot of games where we're horrible on third down. So yeah. we got we got to we got to make sure that, that all that correlates. Um, did Joe did Joe Milton South Carolina performance help your confidence in him? Yeah, to say my confidence was a little down. Yeah, it was, it was. But if if you just look at the stats, people, he's had he's not had a bad year. Like, if you look at the stats, yeah, he could have done some things better, but, heck, we all can do some things better. But And that's that's the thing you always want to strive to be better. But I, it helped a lot. I thought Joe played a really good game. He was going to get my game ball if I didn't give it to Brew. Yeah, it, it did. Uh, well, the thing with South Carolina was the thing I was complaining about is that I felt like we was playing a standardized offense, you know, just slant passes and stuff like that. Standardized run stuff, and uh, we come out in South Carolina, and we actually like threw the playbook at South Carolina. Like you, you didn't know what we was gonna come with, and that's how we're gonna have to come with Texas A&M if we're gonna win games. We can't go out there and just play standardized football. Yeah, I mean, I think Joe's gonna be kind of kind of Joe no matter what, and I think as a as a fan base as a whole, I don't think every everybody's gonna you know fully oh, no. believe in him. You no. know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. But, um, I mean, I like Joe's performance. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Joe just needs to keep being Joe. And uh, as long as the run game's good, we're going to be okay. Yeah, run game, run game is great right now. Uh, Tennessee's both 21st in total offense and total defense. Do you like this balance better than, like, last year's where it was all offense and our defense was horrible? I know um, it doesn't make people as excited because, you know – in nowadays world, everybody wants things now, and they want everybody you know wants to score points. But you gotta realize defense helps you win games. So to me, I like the balance. I really do. I, I wish we could score a little more and stop a little less, but overall, I like the balance. Yeah, same. I do too. Especially against the big teams, um, you know. Like, yeah. You got you got to have balance. Uh, the the lag bothers me a little bit. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. But um, I, I like the balance, but we do need to be a little bit more consistent on offense. Um, 
Miranda says she truthfully hopes Joe Milton makes a different play. Seems like he just keeps playing the same play over and over. Yeah, and that, that, that I don't know. It just uh, from what I was saying with the one prospect, I, I feel like he may he's afraid to get hope for the NFL draft. Or what do you think's going on, Luke? I don't know. I think he's getting better, but yeah, especially like a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about him just kind of being scared to to tuck the ball and run or or take a hit. Uh, I, I think he's getting better though. Um, overall, Devin says uh, take the underwear off, Spanky. I just want the shirt. I don't do that for me. He probably ain't got underwear on right now. Be no, honest. I what do. do you, what do you and Devin got going on over here? We ain't got nothing going on, buddy. Mind your own business. Yeah, well, he actually called you Austin. I don't know who that is. Your name's Austin. I don't know who that is. Wesley says he also pervert, uh, prefers the balance. And, uh, yeah, that was our first main talking point of the day. We'll be right back. We've got uh, start, bench, cut. Share this out for us if you don't care. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest lime pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work, and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865-371-3367. Oh, all right, we're back. Uh, <laughs> we need more commercials, people. You know what to do. Message of all daddy. Get us some more sponsors, Spanky, please. I know that seems like that's what everybody wants me to do nowadays, huh? Um, Spanky. You What's for, wrong? You got some beef with somebody right now no, or something? You work for E2 Sports. Vent to us, big daddy. I'm good. What's wrong? I'll, I'll give you a big old hug after this is over. We don't need any more rumors going on, buddy. He's about, he's about to cry. Any more rumors? What's going on? What? What rumors? You know what? You've not heard? Everyone knows that you and Corbin are in cahoots against me. Do what? Yeah. You already making excuses for losing the duel? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that's the rumor going on, buddy. I can't help. Everyone I'm, knows it. I can't help. I'm the greatest of all time. Oh, my God. Yeah, just because your mama says that night after she burps you to sleep don't no, mean nothing. Nobody can touch me, but I do appreciate all nobody my fans that vote for me either. every time. I love every one of you. And if you do vote for me, I will get naked at your wedding. We still got like two segments for the duel even starts, and y'all are already going. I, look, I woke up fired up this morning. You we don't have, sound fired up. You got women on his mind. Now I'm with Linda. I love Conway. He's like a cat in heat over here. Share this out for us. Slap the like button. We truly appreciate it. We're going to do start, bench, cut. How this works is I'll give a question. We have to rank uh, our questions in order from first to last. Start being one and cut being last. Are y'all ready? Let's go. Let's get it. Spanky, you over watching TV. I'm ready. Let's it's, go. This Monday Night Football Broncos are on. We should have turned that TV off. No. He, he's going to be looking no. this way the whole time. We'll do it very, We'll do it here in a second. No. How many rush yards did Tennessee have on Saturday? 200 plus, 300 plus, or 400 plus? I'm going to say 200 plus with that defense that Texas A&M has. Uh, it's going to be tough to get 300 plus. So I'm going to. Bench that one. It could. I mean, if it happens, that'd be phenomenal. Four hundred plus. If we had four hundred plus rushing yards against Texas A&M, by God, we really done something. Agreed. 
Uh, I'm just going start uh, 200 and then bench three, cut four, because rushing yards, it's very hard to get that them kind of numbers. Like, that that's bad numbers right there. So, you got to be a little more consistent. Uh, if we can keep the balanced attack up front of our – Speaking of mad, what happened uh, yesterday, shut, Spanky? Shut up. I'm right. trying okay. to give a good talking point for once, okay? <clears throat> uh, but if you can have man. the balance uh, that you got to have, and uh, offense lines got to give time, and we offensively, we got to get out of the backfield quick. So, I think 200 is an okay day. For everybody that's wanting to know in the comments, I did spank the spank uh, yesterday at Madden a couple times. Just Thanks. Had to throw Thank that out there. Uh, I'm going to start 200. I'm going to start 200 as well, just because, like Corbin mentioned, the A&M defensive line is just really, really good. And I'm going to bench uh, 300. I'm going to cut 400. Who's your Heisman Trophy winner as of now? Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, or Michael Penix Jr.? Well, I'll be honest. Uh, we don't know who his start is. Michael Pen- Penix Jr. is my starter. Really? Okay. I mean, Caleb, I mean – Listen, even on the the Caleb train for a minute, I'm shocked, buddy. Well, the thing with the Heisman Trophy is, and if nobody's noticed before, when a player comes back after winning it, it's hard for them to win it a second mm-hmm. time. Like Tim Tebow, he should have won it a second time, but he did not. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't want to give him a second Heisman yeah. Trophy because they want to give it to somebody else that's new, that's somebody you know, somebody different. You make a good point for once, buddy. So, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to bench Caleb Williams. No, yeah, Caleb Williams just after that because I do not believe Bo Nix. You know, he's been playing college football for like fifth, not ten years now. Like, come on, he's, got, he's, he's, he's like my age. He, he's gonna he's gonna mess up. Well, he's gonna he's gonna lose a game here and there probably. And he's got a tough one coming up this weekend or next weekend. One I forget which it is, but uh, I'm just not on the Bo Nix train. I don't think <coughs> he is Heisman caliber. To be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to start Phoenix Jr. also. I mean, he, should, he should be with us right now, just throwing out there. Thanks, Jeremy Pruitt. And I'm going to bench Caleb Williams, and I'm also going to cut uh, Bo Nix. To I, me, see, I'm going with a totally different approach. I, I believe in the Bo Nix train. I don't know why. I like him. I really do. You also believe uh, in the Denver Broncos. Well, hey, look, we all believe in something. Some things are right, some things are wrong, and some things break our heart. But uh, – I do believe in Bo Nix. I think he could be the dark horse to win it. Um, next, it would be uh, Penix Jr. Um, like you said, wishes at Tennessee, but thanks, McDonald's, man. Uh, then Caleb Williams. Just like he said here, it's hard to win the Heisman uh, second time in a row, and especially since, yeah, he might be doing good at USC, but his team's not doing good. And we all know at the end of the day, the Heisman is a political thing, and if your team's, you know, not top dog, which they are right now, but I'm I'm calling it USC's about to have a decline. So I'm going with Bo Nix. I love I listen, I love the Heisman Trophy. I used to love the Heisman Trophy going up as a kid so much. But when they took it away from Wedgie Bush and who else did they take it away from? From like Peyton 20- Manning. No, I'm talking about like they they actually took the trophy away from. I know, but but uh O. J. Simpson. It was uh it's just uh I still consider them Heisman Trophy winners. I always will, but it just it kind of downgrades it for me. It's it's like you said, it's a political thing. Is all it is. Uh, rank these SEC teams currently: Alabama, Georgia, or Tennessee. Well, I hate to be a smart ass, but I'm going to go number one, Georgia. 
because due to the fact that they are currently undefeated in SEC play, uh, I'm going to go next with bench, and we'll go with Alabama because they are undefeated also in SEC play. Uh, then I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee, number three, because, yeah, even though they have one loss just like Alabama, but they have a loss to an SEC school. So then there, by default, and I know I have great math here, that's my start bench cut, everybody. Sorry. Hate to break to everybody. I mean, he's kind of not long in his aspect of things. I mean, I'm going to give it Georgia's like he said because they're undefeated. I will switch it up. Uh, I'm going to put Tennessee above Bama. I like it. But that's because I feel like Bama right now is just so vulnerable the way they played this year so far. They've looked good the past, like, week or two. Well, actually, not just past week, uh, two weeks ago. Who was they playing? They about lost to it was uh, uh, South Florida, and they had a close game with A and M. A and M. It was A and M. was this past week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the week before that. They played South Florida pretty. Was close. it Ole Miss? I'm not. I can't remember. They barely won. Like a it was South Florida. So they didn't badly beat South Florida. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. They Alabama. really did. It was close. I'm talking about two weeks ago. I don't know what their schedule is, but I know they played South Florida. It was close. It was close. I've already forgot who they played, but it was a very close game. They about lost, like one, like very end. So here, I'll pull it up for you. <laughs> I'm going to start Georgia as well. I, I mean, you can't take nothing from them right now, and till they lose, I mean, honestly, I'm probably going to make some people mad. But I'm going to bench Bama. I'm going to cut Tennessee. I think Tennessee has to prove it. Uh, Corbin, their last close game. Was South Florida, seventeen to three. Then it went Ole Miss. They beat twenty four to ten. Then it was Mississippi State, forty to seventeen. You gotta speak up a little bit, thank you. I'm in the you're microphone. You're whispering. Sorry, I'm Is trying not to yell. But yeah, South Florida, buddy. I know you've been drinking since then, but I always, I'm always here to help you out. All right, the Tennessee defense holds uh, Texas A&M to how many points this weekend? I was talking about Georgia. Oh. Because uh, I, <laughs> we, well, I watched it. Choo choo. I was at the NASCAR. Oh, I was at the NASCAR race down in uh, Talladega. He's got media passes, everybody. And, and uh, <laughs> I was at the NASCAR race, and I was sitting down there at a bowl, and I was watching the George game, and they about lost. That's who it was. It's George, not Alabama. Okay, uh, Tennessee defense holds Texas A&M to how many points this weekend? Fourteen or less, twenty-four or less, or thirty plus? Um, I'll go ahead and just say my. Score prediction. Let me let me go through here in my notes. I'm trying to be consistent here, but I try my best to be consistent. But my final score is going to be 37 to 14. Vols. I know that might be people are like, "Whoa, what do you think?" But I think this is the this is the game where we show who we are. Uh, I'm going to go start 14. Um, I think we'll give up a couple touchdowns. Um, then 24, and then 30. We give up 30 points, we ain't win the ball game. I had to break to everybody. I agree. I've already said my prediction, 34-31, so I'm going to start 30. Uh, I'm going to bench 24. I, I do believe a and is going to score quite a bit. Their quarterback's pretty good to be a backup. He really is. Yeah, he's good. And uh, 14 last cut that. I think it's going to be uh, kind of a high-scoring game, close game in a way. Yeah, I'm going to start 24 or less, and I'm going to bench 14 or less. I'm going to cut 30-plus because, like Spanky, I, if they score 30, I don't know that we can 
We can beat them, but we can. It's just um, yeah. Because we have to drop our nuts and we, hold on. We have to play a really good offensive game to to beat them if they score thirty. Uh, which Tennessean would you want to sing the national anthem before a game? Kenny Chesney, Morgan Wallen, or Dolly Parton? You know, this was a tough one, but then again, if you really look into it, it's not a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with Cut first, Kenny Chesney. That man puts on more away teams' jerseys than anyone I've ever seen, and I get it, you Does know. Does it make you mad? Yes, it fires me up. Sounds, like, I, Look, I get it. It reminds me of you. I get, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? The way you switch teams, Spank. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, But, yeah, I get it. You know, being the man of the people, trying to get the cheap pop and everything, you know. But, you know what? You got you to show where your colors lie sometimes. Even when uh, things ain't going good. You got to show where your colors lie. Uh, but cut Kenny Chesney. Next would be Morgan Wallen, just because of who I'm starting. Uh, I'm starting Miss Dolly. She is the queen of Tennessee. If we had a queen, she would be the queen of Tennessee. Man, oh man. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to start Kenny Chesney because he'll just get me going for the evening. I'll be drinking all day. I'll hear him just singing that national anthem and be like, oh, I'm going to have to drink some more, boys. Cause he... is, did he just start Kenny Chesney? He started Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. Why don't you get you a damn pirate flag <laughs> and an island girl, a bunch of Jimmy Buffett ripoff. I do like that song. That's a good song. It is a good song, but look, Kenny Chesney's went downhill ever since he's ripped off Jimmy Buffett. Like, am I being honest here? He ain't had a good, uh, like, a good song that isn't auto played to freaking death since what, 2011, 2012? What is Kenny Chesney's net worth? You tell me if he ain't had nothing good out. Look, just because you make money, don't mean it's good, brother. Mm. I would take that money and sing his song. Well, well, you know, I take the money too, but that don't mean it's good. You know, there's there's some people out there that have money that has some sketchy ways they got money, but. Do, do you I mean, even like country music? Are you kidding? Luke Ted, Luke knows more than anybody. This this since yeah since since me and Spanky's been uh, married. We ain't gonna um, shut up. Yeah, he he's surprised me with his country music. He stuff. just don't seem like the country music type of guy. He's because I was even quizzing him. He done pretty good, so I'm proud of him. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay, he's tore up right now. I am tore up. I, I didn't finish mine, so. Uh, Bench Morgan Wallen. I'm sure we're missing an educational subject here. Bench Morgan Wallen. You cutting Dolly? I'm cutting Dolly. Oh my God. No way. I'm cutting Dolly. They no comment? They I'm going to start Dolly. I'm going to bench Morgan Wallen and I'm going to cut Kenny Chesney. Wow. Hit the comment box before we take Kenny Rogers is going to kick your ass one day. I hope you know that. I wish he would because I'd have a big lawsuit of money coming his way. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Dennis on YouTube says, we just landed a commitment from 2025 cornerback Dylan Lewis. I didn't see that. I didn't either. Look up, let's look him up real quick, Colvin, if you don't care. Who was it? Uh, Dylan, Dylan Lewis. Dylan. It's probably all over Twitter if it happened just now. Kelsey says, let's go, baby. Glad the boys are back. Wesley says, Spanky ain't lying. You got some fans, big dog. I always do. I'm a man of the see. people. The man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour. Sky's the limit, space is the place. 
eight minutes ago, so we're breaking Stout. news. Yeah, to he's the a uh, three-star corner, but I guess it depends on which service that you're looking at, too. But Man, the Chiefs kicked the field goal. Let's go, Russ. We got to let Russ cook tonight, Corbin. Russell Wilson? Yeah. I wish they – if they got rid of him, Denver would be He's okay. done good this year. Shut up. He can't ca- control what's going on around him. Kelsey yeah, said yeah, that yeah. it's a nice grab. He'll probably be a four-star or possibly five-star by the time he enrolls. I agree. He'll definitely he'll definitely be a four-star for sure. So he's got two more years. Here, but here's the question. Does he have a five-star heart? Don't start with me. Don't play with me today. I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Noah left you says Vols thirty one A and M twenty four. I like it, Noah. Thanks for listening, buddy. Uh, Jarvis Tattoo Man Ox Blood says uh, what's up, and I think he is consuming a beverage tonight. Uh, that Heck was, yeah, Mike. come on with it. You hey, hey Jarvis, we're gonna do a show at your shop, and Justin Sperling is gonna get a tattoo live. During the show, I think that's, that's a good plan. idea. And I'll shotgun a beer if you shotgun a beer with me. Me or whoever? Oh, <laughs> hey, don't. Don't huh? I drive by his shop every day with a dump truck, hot on knock. So that was start bench cut. One of my personal favorites. Only dump truck you can get. We'll have our second main talking point of the day next. We're going to answer some tough questions about this Tennessee football team. Stick around. We've got a giveaway coming your way. We've got the duel coming your way. We've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia coming your way. ZNN Concrete are the professionals you need to call for all of your concrete finishing needs. Driveways, sidewalks, curbs, garage pads, footers, and much more. They can do it all. No job is too big. No job is too small. Give ZNN Concrete a call today, 865-360-6176. Residential or commercial. That's ZNN Concrete, 865-360-6176. All right, and we're back. Uh, second main talking point of the day presented by Trident Hydro Clean. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Share this out for us. Uh, give us a like. Um, let's just continue with general questions. As soon as Corbin gets back, regarding Tennessee's football team, um, we're about to see what. I hit uh, his phone, everybody. Huh? Shh. I hit his phone. We're about to see what this Tennessee uh, team is made out of. Uh, the next stretch is extremely tough. Obviously, we have Texas A&M Saturday, but after that, we travel to Alabama, then we travel to Kentucky. Uh, we get a little break with UConn for homecoming, and then we travel to Missouri to play a very solid Missouri team, and then Georgia comes to Neyland. Uh, how is Tennessee going to do during this stretch? I think I think we'll do pretty good. Uh, we we got to start with this one. We got to take it one game at a time. Um, if we win this one, we'll have a bunch of momentum going into Alabama. Then after Bama, we got UConn. We got to worry on. Uh, you know, we got to worry on them. You never know. They might bring a old Gene on the sideline. You know, might give us some trouble. But then we got Missouri in, in the uh, Nobody Goes Stadium. Uh, then then we get the dogs. Missouri's going to be a uh, – Missouri's tough. Missouri is playing really tough at the moment. I, I was, I was sad to see him lose against LSU, You honestly. don't believe in them. Before the season, I you said that was the uh, that was the sleeper game. It is a sleeper game. I don't mean I believe in them, though. I don't believe in them. Thank you. 
I think we win. I think we're going to lose probably two, two more out of this next stretch. Um, we're very capable of doing better than that. We're capable of beat, beating all of them. But based off what I've seen, I think Tennessee's going to drop two more. I think we're going to end up finishing uh, nine and three. Do y'all like how I didn't even throw Vanderbilt in there? That's some good I, shade right there, wasn't it? You just don't. You don't talk about irrelevance. So. <laughs> There's still some lag in this Tennessee offense. There's some cold spells we've done. A um, little bit of this last year, but not as bad. How concerned are you with the with the cold spells? Uh, we can't let it happen. Like for long, like two or three drives in a row. Because if we get cold, the other team usually scores, and that's how it goes. We we just can't let it happen. I mean, and when I say get cold, I'm talking about three and outs and stuff like that, or get a first down and then punt the ball, whatever. Like, we, we have to uh, we have to either drive or score and keep the momentum going in the game. It, it's just simple. Like, we can't – cold spells just how they are. It's the timely ones that mm-hmm. get us. It's like we're having a cold spell while the other team's hot. Like, that that's the thing. Like, if both teams are having a cold spell, okay, whatever. Let's regroup and dig it out. It's bad timing. But, I, I I don't know. Like, we just got – we got to be consistent. On offense, we got to stay on the field. And defense, we got to get off the field. Uh, it, it scares me, especially when, when uh, we go to Bama and Georgia rolls in here. I mean, even this weekend, you know, we, we can't do that. Um no, we no. Th- this weekend, this is a this is a key game for us. I mean, you look weekend. at you look at Alabama last year when we got up real big on them. I mean, we had a hell of a cold spell there. I mean, we oh, went, yeah, we went. I, we touched the ball, I think, like seven, eight times. Didn't you know? Didn't and you put can't up any like Texas A and M coming off a close loss like they did last week against Bama, where they had chan- every chance they wanted to win the game and they didn't. Uh, I know all off season everybody was talking about Jimbo's seat or whatever, and it's kind of cooled off a little bit. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be wanting Jimbo's head after we beat them on Saturday, but you got to know them players do not want to lose back-to-back games because I'm not saying Jimbo's getting fired or anything, but that seat, the oven turns on if he loses back-to-back games. Uh, Jamie on YouTube says, cold spells his uh, booty. Uh, He says they get frozen out there. You know, Spanky did make a good point right there. Losing back to back when you lose a game before you're playing a big game, it, it is dangerous, very dangerous. That's the NFL or college both. Mm-hmm. Like them players will come out that after a loss, they come out wanting to wanting wanting to kill right there. Oh yeah, or because you're scared of falling into what they call quicksand, of one bad thing goes wrong. Okay, let me regroup. Oh my god, I'm falling. Oh my god, I'm falling. I can't. And so then you're just constantly trying to get out of it, and you just can't go nowhere. Uh, Glenn says we've done a hell of a job with this podcast. We appreciate you, Glenn. We Thank appreciate you. it, buddy. Glenn. Let's see. Wesley says Alabama is beatable. We've got to play mistake-free ball. I'm just going to say it. MTSU only lost by four to Mizzou. We have to stay steady. And MTSU is going to be two and five in the season, I think it is. They played a Wednesday night game last week, and there's nobody there. Wesley also says A&M is beatable. Um, we have to keep the offense dynamic, keep pressure on the quarterback like Bama did to force the mistakes. Yeah, defensive line is, is crucial in this, in this game. Um, 
Tennessee leads the country in sacks uh, with Texas A&M right behind them in second place. Uh, Texas A&M has played one more game than Tennessee, so that's very important too. Uh, so Tennessee is obviously way ahead. But um, whose offensive line are you more confident in, ours, Tennessee's, or uh, Texas A&M's? Until ours can, can give a full football game and not give up sacks or tackles behind the line of scrimmage, I'm going to have to go with Texas A&M's because, as you, like you said, they have played more games. They are a little more battle-tested, even though I know we went down to the swamp, but A&M, they played Alabama, and I know due to the contrary. They did go down to Miami, and Miami ain't looking too good right now, but they've been battle-tested. So, And I, I don't care who you are. The games that you play before will help you in the games that you're playing right now. The lessons you learned before will always help you what you're doing right now. And I think A&M's front line, I think they're more battle-tested. Spanky said it right there. They're definitely more battle-tested. But I do like us with Cooper Mays, and I think the kneeling effect is going to help us a lot. Oh, too. yeah. Gary you know. Danielson, eat your heart out. I hope you fall out of that press We ain't talk, talked about the kneeling effect yet today. Uh, I think we got potential to have being a orange and white game. Uh, in the stands, uh, I think we got a potential to be just like we was at South Carolina. Cause this is Orange a- and white games in the spring, buddy. You mean checker kneeling? Yeah, yeah, checker kneeling. I'm just helping you. Out. He's already throwing jabs at you, Corden. I don't even wear a shirt. I wear my overalls and no shirt. I let this. I let this old. I hair. save money because I spend it on the women, baby. Spend it on the women. That's the only way you and ever cheeseburgers. get. The only way like you ever cheese. get one, you got to buy them. <laughs> no matter how you get them, buddy. Hey, look, you got you to gotta get them in the door somehow. But, look, there's a reason they stay, brother. Uh, Eric Berry will be honored during the football game Saturday. What's your favorite Eric Berry memory? I'll let you go here, Mr. Expert. I'm going to go with the no Sean Marino hit, man. You can't beat that. Yeah, no, you can't beat that one. So many, so many big hits. In to me, though. I don't know. To me, I ain't going to give him a Tennessee memory. But, like, I'm going to give them, you know, beating, beating cancer and going back out and playing. That's a good I'm one. surprised you wasn't, like, all about the song. No. no. I, I wanted to be sentimental for once, okay? Like you are to the women? Yes. I'm what an emotional are, man. You're I'm, the what? The ladies what? The women's pet, the men's regret. That's right. That's right. It, but definitely one of the greatest of all time, not this Tennessee, oh, yeah. but just cause. Are they are they retiring his jersey or are they just I'm honoring not, I'm not heard anything about it. Yeah, I'm not They're just honoring they ain't retiring. Okay. So how confident are you right now in this Tennessee football team? I'm very confident. Um, there's still things that make you turn your head and go, oh. But uh, other than that, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I think we can make the right strides to be where we need to be. Look, we're even though we're one SEC loss, we still got Atlanta in sight. Like we still got it. That's that's true. We do still have Atlanta in sight. And my confidence, I mean, my confidence improved after South Carolina for sure. But this weekend will be key with the fact that if we come out, and we play like we did against South Carolina, then then you raise an eyebrow and say, okay, this team's kind of turned the corner over here in a yeah. way compared to what we was at the beginning of the season, which is very possible. I mean, this happens all the time in college football. So, 
it's going to be a telltale story this weekend. This is a big-time game for us. So let's come out and let's play like we did against South Carolina. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm very confident in Josh Hopple and his staff, though, more than, more than I am anything. Um, Joe Milton, not hating, but we have to talk about it. Uh, Joe Milton is last in the SEC in yards per attempt. Um, Tennessee ranks number 74 in the country of pass plays plus 30 yards. Uh, Joe Milton is 10th in the SEC as, you know, with his passer rating. Can we win these big games with Joe Milton continuing to play like this? We can if we uh, like South Carolina, like I said earlier. Uh, the first few games we played, we just playing the standardized Tennessee offense. Yeah, I felt like we went back 10 years and we was playing like – you oh, know, five, like, ten yard passes, yeah. standardized run plays. Like, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Pruitt's offense out yeah. there. Yeah, playing the safe. I felt like we was playing the safe game out there, like the safe game. Like, this is the guaranteed bet right here. And well, sometimes there's nothing wrong with playing it safe. Like, I know people want the deep ball, but, like, you guys are also forgetting. It ain't the deep ball. We we, we done like, nothing crazy, and we, did, we didn't even do why it. Why do anything crazy? Why? We hardly done anything crazy. Well, won't, won't on offense, won't you just stay on the field? score, stay on the field, drain the clock, get your defense off the field. It's all about time management. Because why Like, why do anything crazy if you don't – why do things that you don't have to? Like, why do it? Like, I get, you know, people like that. People want to be like, oh, I want to be razzle-dazzled. I want to be aroused. No, why? Like, what happened to the simple football? Well, I know I like it, but, like, heck fire. Like, I like deep balls. I like trick plays, but – at some point, don't do it if you don't got to. Like, if it's working, don't fix it. I think if our run game continues to be good, then we, we can win with Joe playing like this. But we still need bigger plays um, just in general on the offense. What, what not, I, not, I'm not saying just deep balls. We just need bigger plays in general. The thing with me is playing the standardized offense is uh, like when we're playing somebody like Austin P or Virginia, who's a team that's going to win two or three games this year. You know, and we should be like run all over them. We 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 should at least have went out there and uh, tried some big plays because we need to get them big. We need to get that system like just try and exposure some. big play to other teams to see against a nobody or run the risk of running a big play and get somebody hurt against a nobody. You save your big plays for your big moments. Well, you we need to practice some in game time. Not just practice. Then then it's on film, at, at and least, then other teams are going to prepare for it. At least have a few a game. It was on film all last year, though. Nobody could do nothing with it. No, they could. We didn't, we didn't even do really hurry up until, what, about a week two ago? A true, like, well, whenever – offense is a lot faster with Cooper in there, a whole lot faster. Um, but, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely not as fast as it, as it used to be. Um, Neyland's going to be on fire Saturday, 3.30 kickoff, CBS, SEC showdown. Uh, Checker Neyland, how much do you think Texas a and going to struggle in Neyland Stadium? I think I think they're going to struggle pretty badly. Like, I don't – I don't – I think the Neyland effect is about to take over because, look, you know, it took Spencer Rattler and freaking Blaine Bleemer. Like, you know, I ain't going to call him his first name. But – it pissed off Neyland fans, them talking all that crap. And so then now you got Gary Danielson and everybody else talking about it's just another stadium. Well, guess what? Come find out this Saturday. I think A&M's a way better ball team, South Carolina, and I think A&M's going to come out. And I think a, they're going to they're gonna play good. I really do. 
the quarterback to be a backup. Oh, he's great. He, he's he's great. really good to be a backup, like surprisingly good. Yeah, that, think, def- uh, that defensive line, like South Carolina is going to – not South Carolina, but Texas A&M is going to – they're going to be better than what people is giving them credit for because they're not a terrible team. Yeah. South Carolina is not that great of a team. Yeah, we'll see, man. I, th- I think that it's going to be pretty difficult on them. I think Danielson's comments help too, because people's going to be really fired up. Oh yeah, about about what he said. So he he really threw. A I bit. heard they're already pulling into the dang Vol Navy right now. There's people on G10 oh, right hey, now. They was doing that Tuesday. Oh my lord, they're all drunk and bothered. All right, let's talk about the AP poll. Um, whatever y'all want to say, we'll do five at a time. Number one, Georgia. Two, Michigan. Three, Ohio State. They, get, they move up one spot. Florida State moves up one spot to four. And Oklahoma moves up five spots, number five. What did I say a few weeks ago, last time I had this podcast? I don't know. I said Oklahoma was a sleeper team. Oh, they, they're definitely, And, they, and yeah. they was waiting to stri- strike. Yeah. And what they do? They struck. They did. Like a big old cobra, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like Corbin's cobra. Moved up what, five spots? Five spots. That's that. That is pretty impressive. I do appreciate how what Venables is doing down there in Oklahoma. You know, a year ago this time, they wanted him out after year one. Oh, they was wanting Hopple. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's something called trust the process and just be patient. Number six, Penn State. Seven, Washington. Eight, Oregon. Nine, Texas. They drop six spots. And then ten, USC. They drop one spot. Um. I think the top ten will take care of itself this week when the uh, Washington-Oregon matchup happens. Uh, Texas, that's a good spot for them. Even though they lost a close one to Oklahoma, they're still a top ten team, in my opinion. Uh, USC, it's coming. It's coming. I think think Washington is going to be a a playoff team. I think they're going to prove it this weekend. I really do. Um, 11, Alabama. 12, North Carolina. They move up two spots. 13, Ole Miss. They move up three spots. How about Louisville moving up 11 spots? And they need to. To number 14. Beating the Irish, they need to move up. L- Louisville, uh, they had that uh, game on Friday night, uh, open season, and they uh, they won. I think I remember we watched it, Luke, me and you. They barely squeaked that win out, but they have really done Like, Louisville has turned their part. What was – if you look up what Louisville's record, I think last year they, like – Either went like 0 and 12, 1 and 11, or 2 and 10, something like that. Something crazy. Like this whole program has been turned right around. Oh, it's, yeah, it's it's comp- it's 180, man. Uh, 15, Oregon State, 16, Utah move up two spots. Duke moves up two spots to 17. Uh, 18, you've got UCLA. 19, Washington State. They move down six spots, and Tennessee moves up three spots, number 19. Surprised to see Tennessee move up like that. And, by week. Yeah, we played nobody and we still move up. But I like when, it. when we win, we move down. It, which, oh, yeah, we beat South Carolina and go down. <laughs> yeah, which all that one is is just like everything going on, which I think, Luke, I think me and you talked about it. the reason they moved down uh, last week is because they knew going into it they weren't playing nobody and they kind of – it's all about TV ratings, people. Like if ESPN everyone else can get these games in to make it a top 25 matchup – they will, even if you have to adjust some teams each week. Uh, 21, we've got Notre Dame. They moved down 11 spots. 
Uh, love it. Two losses in a row. Love it. Love it. Uh, 22 LSU. They move up one spot. 23 Kansas. 24 Kentucky. They drop. We playing basketball already, everybody. They drop four spots, and then Miami drops eight spots to number 25. Oh, Miami. How, how about that end of that Miami game? That was the most idiotic thing I've ever seen in my life. You have a 99 percent chance to win the freaking game. All you have to do is knee it, and you run the ball. And you know what? I've seen people do it before, but you better hold on to the flipping ball. And and then on top of that, your defense gives up a touchdown 30 seconds left in the game. One, that's on coaches for just not kneeing it. Oh, it's bad. Like, <laughs> how, how idiotic. You can go back like four episodes ago whenever I predicted on the season Miami would screw it up, and they, they really did screw it up. Well, their, their season ain't over by any it, means. It's not over. But, but like, heck, fire, why? I said and they, that's the second time Chris Ball's done it in his career. He did it at Oregon, too. Th- this is just Miami doing Miami things. But I will say this. In a few weeks, we will get the college football playoff rankings, which is what decides who goes to the Final Four in the college football playoffs. Yes, amen. And we will know, going by them rankings, who is the top dogs in the the nation at the moment. Yeah. Because right now, I feel like it's all over the place. Like, it's kind of like they don't know what they want at the moment, which there is a lot of good teams right now in college football. I will say there is a lot of good teams. Um, Reverend Brown, everybody. Reverend Brown been my Reverend since I was a little Wesley boy. Wesley Biggs says so Notre Dame is all, always overpriced every single year. Let's see. James Fair says Milton has to use his legs. If he doesn't, it will be a long night. Jamie says, no, no. Hell no. You can't win tough games with below average quarterback play. Um, huh? Because you don't pay attention to nothing. We mean low average quarterback play. What? What I was going off on a minute ago. We we, our last question was about Joe Milton, and can we? I think he can. We win the big games. I think we can. I don't. No one said nothing about being low average. Like my lord, pal. We're just talking about. He is below average though. He's uh, he's the last in the SEC. He is, but don't worry, people. Look, it it's like Novocaine takes its time, but it works. All right, thank you all for listening to our second main talking point of the day. We still have a lot to talk about. We're going to have our predictions, a giveaway, but next we have the duel. So share this out. Give us some likes. It's fan voted, so y'all got to let us know in the comments. And it's personal. We're coming. Oh, God. He's uh, he's over here. Like I said before, uh, he's got a different shirt on all the time. He's over here talking about Colorado. All yeah, in. I have a different shirt on all the time because I wash my clothes. You know, Colorado. He did lot. say he pre-ordered Dion's glasses or something, didn't mm-hmm. he? All this talk, Colorado talk all these weeks, and you know, they lost two games. You know, we won't talk about them anymore. He found somebody else. Who are you cheering for now? UTEP? Well, you know, we ain't really State, had Fresno we didn't have State, a show last University week. University of so California. It's kind of hard Irvine. to talk about them last week when we didn't. You'll have another t shirt next we week, were on ladies and gentlemen. Week, everybody. I think that's why he works at E2. He just makes all his t shirts for himself. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Oh, oh, here yeah. we go. The shout out Adidas and everything else. You going to throw a promo out there? E2 Sports, everybody, for all your sport and good needs and apparel. <laughs> oh, dear God. All right, we'll be right back. Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident Hydro Clean, 865-363-8815. They've been in business for five years, and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio 
the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and an amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815. All right, and we're we back. We live and in living color, everybody. Next, we have the duel presented by Premier Excavation. Spanky and Corbin yes. are about to battle it out over a few tough questions. And the winner not only gets bragging rights, but they get some hardware. Some That ain't yours. Put it down. Spo vacated the belt yeah. because he's not here tonight. He's the champion. It's okay. I'm about to win this dang thing back right That's here. That's the rules. Oh, you, confidence is key, yeah, everybody. Yes, up. and confident also gets you left on the side of the street and depressed. Now, this is uh, listener voted, so let me know in the comments who you think is winning the duel, and they'll get the belt. So, question one. Will Tennessee cover the spread on Saturday? Yes, I think they will. It's... Right now, it's at a three point, so I think they will easily cover. Like I said, I got them winning 37 to 14. And you know what? I might be wrong and I might be stupid, but you know what? I do know this. We are going to cover. So give me the money, everybody. We're winning 34 to 31. That's my prediction. Mm, not, not enough faith in the volunteers that I see. It's realistic, not faith. It's oh, realistic. is it really realistic? realistic? Is it? Are you finally realistic. being realistic for once about yourself and your life? It's being realistic. So. Huh. My name, hi everybody, I'm Corbin and I'm an alcoholic. I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> what did you say the other day? I called you one on the way home from a game. I was like, Corbin, you're an alcoholic. And you were like, no, I ain't. And I was like, well, what's this right here? And you said, this is Saturday. So there we go. That's that's what answers all questions. Because I work all day. Oh, my Lord. I woke all week, drive a dump truck like a wheel man. What do you do, make T-shirts? <laughs> yes, I do, and post on social media, and I get paid to do that, everybody, at E2 Sports. For our sport you, already done, you already done that. You can always do more. You, you never know. That. All right, question two. Uh, is this game the one you would have chose to check or kneeling for? Honestly, No. Just because of the fact, I get it. It's it's a big time SEC game. It really is. But for Checker Nealand, I'd me personally, I'd have done Georgia. I really would have. And I know it's one of the things you want to try to keep it traditional. You want to do an orange out, whatever. But I think this game should have been orange out, and we should have wore orange from head to toe. And then for Georgia, we wear the traditional, and then we checkered Nealand there because I, I hate to break to you people. Checkered kneeling needs to start becoming a normal tradition. Every, I'd like to see it every single week. And I know that might ruin it, but I love it because it's just the, the atmosphere that surrounds it, the buzz around, around it. I don't think so. I think, uh, I think this is the perfect game for it. This is the game. Because it's a big, it's a big time game. But like this so Georgia's is, not going to be a big time game. It is going to be a big time game if, if we can win to them. The thing is, we got to win this one to get to them. Make it orange out. and Wear them orange uniforms. The thing get is, people a little juiced up the, the thing, here, everybody. The thing, Give them some of that orange juice, baby. The thing about the Georgia game is, whenever we get to it, we don't need no gimmicks and no stuff like that. We need to go in that ball game. We need to play our damn asses off and win that. Well, I'm fun. glad everybody in Neyland's going to get to play, buddy. Because it ain't about what's going on in the field. The question is, check or Neyland. The people on the field have nothing to do 
with what we wear at the game. It's simply what do we wear at the game. And I think for Georgia, that's what we should wear. Because if we look badass, the players are going to be like, hey, that's badass. I should play like a badass today. He's delusional over here or something. <laughs> Daggone. All right. Question three. Who is the best NFL quarterback of all time? Tom Brady. He's the greatest of all time. Plain and simple. Man holds over 150 NFL records. Literally. He does do that. And you may tell you also how many court cases he has. You may tell you also how many deflate gates or bounty gates he has. And look, I like Tom Brady. And you know what? I do think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, but I do not think that today here right now. I'm going with the man with the holster in his pocket, the man that helped put Tennessee back on the map back in the 90s. I'm going with the man with the most. He has more passing yards than Tom Brady. He is a better overall team leader. He's not about himself or about his Hall of or about his lifestyle, I'm going with the sheriff, the man, Peyton Manning, and I dare you to say something negative about Peyton Manning and watch a lightning bolt strike you down. You don't even know your fucking stats over here. Peyton Manning does not have go, more passing yards. He does not have more passing yards than Tom Brady. Because how many more years did Tom Brady play than him? I'd hope. Not so let, look, let's look at it like you, this. If Peyton played the same amount of years as Tom Brady, who would have more? Tell me who would have more. No. Who would have more? Tom Brady played. If Peyton Manning played the type of career with everything surrounding him like Tom Brady. Tom Brady, he had all his receivers. He had all of his linemen. Peyton had to work his ass off. Tom Brady had an elite defense with Bill Belichick every single freaking year. When Peyton had to freaking struggle every year with a below average freaking defense. And you can say what you want about it, but defense wins your games. And I get it. Peyton Manning won a crap ton of regular season games. And the playoffs, he always came short. But you know what? He only did what he could do. Peyton Manning's the biggest choke artist in the history of the playoffs. Is he, is he the one playing on defense, though? No, he's not. Yeah, could he have played better in the playoffs? Yes, he could have. The Patriots always didn't have the best damn shit either. Okay, well, guess what? Most of the time they did because, look, they had Jillian freaking Elman. They had Gronkowski. They had every... Look, I'm not saying I could go out there and be the greatest of all time with them weapons, but by God, I could freaking do something probably. Like, look how many freaking weapons he had compared to how many Peyton had. So many weapons. Peyton's best year was in 2013 of the Broncos when he had what? Weapons. So it, it took Peyton like 16, 17, 18 seasons to have his best year of his career when Tom Brady had, was going out there every single year. Because he out. had freaking weapons. If you are a quarterback with weapons, you are deadly automatically. Well, that's Peyton's fault for not staying with the freaking Colts for all his years. How is it his fault? They got rid of his ass because they thought he was going old and being washed up. But you know what? Two years later, he becomes one of the best that season. Tom Brady over here playing with men, and you're over here like, I'm playing with the Titans over here. I'm beating the Titans every week. And hell yeah, give me congratulations. I beat the Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars. Heck, come on with it. Okay, and who was he freaking beating his career? He's beating the, the sucky-ass Dolphins and the freaking Bills before they became relevant again. So don't give me that crap of all oh, the Titans and the Jaguars. 
Uh, Tom Brady had to suck your division too. When you get the NFL playoffs, it's a different damn story. And who went to Super Bowl ten times? He did. But as I keep saying, what did Tom have around him? It don't matter what he had. Yes, he did him. because yeah, it, does. it doesn't take one freaking player to win a damn football game, Corbin. Somebody's got to catch the damn ball, and somebody's got to have it thrown to him. That's if- what I'm saying. You got to catch it when you're throwing it to him. Look at the talent that Tom Brady freaking had around him compared to Peyton. I would hope Tom Brady would be the greatest freaking quarterback of all time. And look at this. How many head coaches did Peyton freaking have He acts compared like, to how many Tom had? He acts like Peyton is this terrible-ass team out here, and they're out here winning 13 games a year and going to the playoffs. I didn't say they're terrible, but my Lord, he could have used some help. Good. I mean, if he he could have used a little more help, he could he could have made a he could have won him a lot more Super Bowls, a lot more Super Bowls if he just got his damn teammates, you know, together and just got them all out there and just one damn ball game. Sometimes, look, look, I hate to be blunt, honest here, but sometimes dog shit's dog shit. That's it. you really think Peyton's the greatest? Yes. Why not? Tell tell me how he's not. Two Super Bowls. You know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl in the NFL? Most quarterbacks win a Super Bowl, they win one. Most. Okay? One. Mm-hmm. You know how many Tom won? How many did Tom win? A shit ton more than Peyton Manning. How, how, many, how many did he win? Tell me how many he won. Six, wasn't it? T- tell me confidently. Was it seven or six? Tell me confidently. Six. How many did he win? Lost the Giants. Okay. Twice. But hey, who won the last matchup? Of what, Tom and Peyton? Who won the last matchup? That's all what? I got to say. What, Tom? <laughs> you talking about Tom and Peyton? What's the question, Corbin? Who won the last matchup? Between Tom and Peyton? What's. Okay, what are we talking about so here you're going for the off, past you, 20 minutes? You go, who won the last matchup? You're going off one game, the last one. You're only as good as your last game. That's all I'm saying. I don't say shit. I'm just saying. Just throw Dan Marino under the bus. All right, y'all done with that one? Spanky's Spanky's an idiot on that one. Let me know in the comments. You had to go all hurtful, everybody, just to get votes. (laughs) Who's winning the duel? Um, Two more questions. Did NASCAR die when Dale died? You damn right it did. Like I know this uh, idiot over here is gonna go off here on a man on ratings and all that, but I might as well tell him. But yes, NASCAR died when Earnhardt died because now it's nothing but a bunch of politically correct people out there. NASCARs, look how many thoughts do you see in NASCAR nowadays? How many grown men spitting and chewing tobacco do you see out there? I see. Fox. It was more than just left turns back then, Corbin. I mean, I see fights in NASCAR every weekend. They had, they had a fight every week for like the past 10 weeks. They had a dude the other day. He looked like Ric Flair out there. Probably Nature Boy Polly. But NASCAR did not die with Dale Earnhardt. Because when Dale Earnhardt died, NASCAR's viewership was two and a half million. They didn't have that many freaking TVs back then. And attendance was sky high through. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. So well, shut my, it. My hand was higher a little bit. But you know what? Yeah, viewership is better now because there's more ways to watch nowadays. Damn it, Corbin. No, you know this. Shut your damn mouth. You don't why is attendance brain? down in NASCAR? Probably because viewership's up. Because why the hell would you go to a NASCAR race and sit for hours when you can just watch it on your phone? 
around and do something else. Well, you're a fucking idiot if you, you're you irrelevant for everything you've just said. I'm just saying here, that's, you want to talk about ratings? Well, look at attendance too, because you got to look at both of them. So, well, if you look at it right now, uh, NASCAR's most viewed in history was in 2004 to 2008. They was averaging 5 million viewers a week, which is <laughs> so after Del- he knows this number. Which, which, which is after Dale Sr. got killed. And then, right now, they're averaging about 3.5 to 4 million viewers a week, which is still above what they had when Dale Sr. got killed. More TVs, more computers, but more there places to there stream. There wasn't, more, there wasn't places to stream back in 2004, 2008. More ways to watch it. And you talk about NASCAR's view, uh, attendance over here. Uh, NASCAR has actually sold out 26 of the 32 races so far this year. But how many were they selling out when Earnhardt was alive? When he was alive? Uh, about the same, honestly. It's hard to sell out the road courses. I don't, I don't, I, I've never known of a NASCAR road course selling out other than Watkins Glen in my life. But here, just just tell me this, Corbin. Tell me this: if it really didn't die after Earnhardt died, then how come almost every single week you see more black number three flags out there? So don't tell me that he didn't have an impact. Don't tell me it didn't die when he died. You know the funny thing about Dale Earnhardt was was there was always two sides, two different drivers, and uh, a lot of people didn't like Dale Senior till he got killed. That was a thing. A lot of people didn't like him. A lot of people liked him. A lot of people didn't. He was like Kyle Busch. He was very uh, polarizing. He's a polarizing individual. Like you loved him or you hated him because of the way you raced. Because he's like Kyle Busch today. That's how Kyle Busch is today. Kyle Busch, same exact way. He's got the same attitude. I could honestly tell you, I don't even know what number Kyle Busch is. I could honestly tell you I don't. Because it ain't three, right? It ain't three, by God. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Corbin. Don't get mad at me. Praise hell, praise Try hell. Try to talk NASCAR with me. I'll take you to NASCAR race. He's got media passes, everybody. I, I really do. I get NASCAR races media passes. Oh, well. Well, give Tommy a shout-out while you're at it. Give Morgan County Day. Morgan County Day, Tommy Lee Francis. We get we get the media passes. We cover the NASCAR races. Give us a like on our Facebook page. Watch our damn uh, NASCAR YouTube show. All right, final question. Let me know in the comments. We're getting a lot of them coming in. Uh, vote who you think win, or is winning the duel. Don't vote for him. He's, he's an idiot over here. Who like. will win the national championship this year? That's a good one. Who are you going with? Who am I going with? So, you know what? I'll, I'll take this approach here. I know – uh, the fan favorite vote's going to be Tennessee Vols. Well, you know what? I hate to break to you guys. It ain't our year yet. But you know what? I've never seen a freaking carry job like I have with a team with freaking Georgia and that damn tight end. And I think he is big enough and he's strong enough to put him on his back. You don't think somebody can stop him? I don't think nobody can stop him. I don't. I Even though I, I'm calling for an upset in Neyland, in no, on November the 18th, but I still think they make it back in, and I still think that he puts them on their back, and I still think Georgia becomes the first team in over 40 years to get a three-peat. It's not happening. Not happening? No, not Who happening. you got, Corbin? Florida State. Florida State. Florida State. Seminoles. <laughs> yeah. The Seminoles. And when I say like, and, okay. I, and listen, I say this all the time on the podcast. Every 
if you've noticed, anybody watching, if you notice, I come back every week in this podcast. Go like, go about three weeks ago. Go two weeks ago. Go four weeks ago. Go about six weeks ago. And I'm always right. And I'm writing this damn topic right here, Florida State. Listen to me. Florida State got win them all. They got to get past North Carolina in the ACC championship. I baby. mean, look at my pickums. I've picked everybody correct in college football and NFL this year. What you got for that, Spank? He has. He does got more pickums. He also, you know what? A blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Heck, Ray, Ray Charles finds the keys every now and then. Like, okay, I can't say it. He, he's right. He, he does get them right each week. But it doesn't matter because it's a pick em. You like, pick like, them. There's no type of strategy or anything special you do. You either pick one or the other. It's luck of the draw. And you know what? Corbin has been lucky for once in his life. He is lucky on the pickums. And I, you know what, good sir? I congratulate you and I thank you. It's not luck of the draw. I watch I watch I watch college football. I watch every sport. Like I'm going to church on Sunday. Well, you know what? I don't. You me tell you why. And, and I'm not one of these guys. And I get most people like, yeah, man, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch every college football game out there. No, I don't. What you used to? Because to me, I'm going to find a team that I love and I'm passionate about. And I'm going to care about that team. Yeah, I might flip through the channels, see what's going on. But religiously, I can't just sit there and not watch a game that I don't give two rats crap about. You've got women to give attention That's to. That's right. I got so much. If you people only knew the schedule I had. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with all them women after the spank. <coughs> it's easy to text them, but not easy to meet them, is it, Spanky? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm meeting them all the time. Jamie says, Spanky is pandering. Uh, he hates Brady so much, but even I had to admit he's the GOAT. Uh, when he went to Tampa Bay and got the ring. Coach Ryan Jackson says, Luke, are you going to sit there and let him go on like this? Yes, I am. And look, I did say that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but just not tonight. Kimberly, she said, absolutely. To I'm pretty sure that was the question about uh, did NASCAR die when Dell died. Coach Ryan Jackson said NASCAR died when Dell died. Uh, and he also says, Spanky, calm down. Quit screaming. You need to calm down, pal. Jamie says them cars are going real fast and they're going real left, son. <laughs> that's right. That yeah, that's right. James Fair says Kyle Busch is a douche. <laughs> In his opinion, though, he is douchebag. <laughs> uh, Wesley gets or Spanky gets a vote from Wesley, but Wesley said he's wild. Vote for me, people. Come on, vote. We for got me. one vote I, for me. Don't vote for this douchebag over here. I'm the greatest. Look, of guys, all time. are you gonna? I appreciate everyone. Are you gonna vote, vote for a guy who likes to call people names? Corbin's up right now. What? What's the number? He's up by three. Yeah, because okay. I'm the greatest over here. What are you? I'm the spank. We got to vote for Spur, and he's not even here. There we go. Spur, he's defending the title. Over We're defending, here. <laughs> defending the title. He's, he's man, that'd be something if Spur won it. <laughs> he's stuck in it. He was gonna be here, but he but he actually got stuck in a line of traffic. Austin Rogers says Corbin will die on the Tom Brady Hill. Tim, Tim Stewart says Tom Brady is the goat. Tim Stewart says Dell Jr. and Jeff Gordon uh, were the peak of NASCAR. Dell Jr. is still the peak of NASCAR this day. And uh, Tim Stewart also votes for Corbin, and he says Oregon is going to win the national championship. Oh, oh. oh. 
I think Washington uh, knocks yeah. Oregon off this weekend. By, That's going to be a good game. They're in right, Adidas that was school. a duel presented by Adidas. Premier Excavation. We'll be right back. Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching, let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. All right, and we're back. The votes are coming in. I'm going to keep tallying them. Let's do keys to the game. Uh, Tennessee versus Texas A&M this Saturday. Huge SEC matchup. CBS with a 3.30 kickoff in our house, our sacred ground. Neyland Stadium. Uh, we'll be Checker and Neyland, so make sure you go to CheckerNeyland.com and put in your seat. Info. You better wear your right color, damn it. <laughs> make sure you're wearing your right, right color, Spank. I feel like it's a money game. because I'm I, orange. I've got, I mean, I got some white Tennessee shows, but they're like old, old school white Tennessee shows. I hate white shows. I'll just, whenever, I just do the over. Just power to your chest, and I think you'll be okay. Uh, yeah, go to checkerneeland.com, put in your seat info, and uh, figure out which color you should wear, orange or white. Or, if you don't know, just send us a message here at the Vols Deep Facebook page no, or message, message one you. of us. They can message you, yes, y'all can message me if you'd like to, and I, I can help out any way I can. You can message me anytime you want, but I get a lot, and it's hard to keep up with. Uh, Neeland will be rocking. With that being said, let's get the keys of the game versus Texas A&M offense. Uh, Dante Thornton has to step up this week. He's got to. He's got. He's got to step up big time this week. Losing Brew's gonna hurt, so we need somebody. In the words of George Jones, I know who's Luke's favorite singer now. Um, somebody's got to fill his shoes. Uh, so I think Dante Thornton needs to step up and blocking that front seven of Texas A and M is going to be huge. It's going to be huge for us. It's going to. Decide how the game's going to go if we can get that front seven blocked. Yeah, we're going to have to control that defensive line for Texas A&M. Like, they, oh, they're they're good. Like we preached it on here, but like they are really good top of the SEC right now. And uh, Milton's going to have to move around. Like I said earlier, move around, get out of the pocket, make passes, make if he get if he can make a run, make a run. Like this is going to be a, a game where you're going to have to make plays happen. Honestly. Yeah, we got to start a fast offensive line. Has to be very good. Um, going up against second best defensive line in the country, uh, have to establish a run, and we can't let them. Uh, I can't let them get us in third and long. They're really, really good at getting teams in third and long. They've done it to everybody they've played. They've done it to Bama, and that's my most important. Is we can't let them get us in third and long situations because we're really not that good in third and long anyway. Um, what about on defense? On defense, you got to get off the field. And like that's the main thing. We gotta get off the field. And we gotta control Johnson. We gotta contain him, and we can't let him run wild. And we got make sure he don't throw it to his brother either. Yeah, we can't let Texas A&M. You good? Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm. You having a whole take? I might be because I'm just so excited for this Friday night. Everybody, get your mama, get your daddy, Thursday. get your granny, get your fanny on down Friday to Neyland Stadium. Thirty, What day is it? I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> 
Don't you coach football on Fridays? You should know this. <laughs> it's called a bye. It's called a bye week for high school, and it's also called a first round bye for middle school playoffs because that's what happens when you do good in the regular season. That's what happens when you win. You get a first round bye. That's what happens playoffs. when you're coached by Austin. I wouldn't go that far. You know, Ted McKinney helps out a lot, and all of our other assistant coaches. You know, D&M Vincent, everybody. That's right. Uh, On defense, we got to continue where we left off versus South Carolina. Uh, we just got to continue to dominate. I want to say is just make Jimbo uncomfortable. Well, we got to contain that quarterback. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he he may be a second-string quarterback, but he is really good. Like, he's just as good as a starter. I didn't – I never would imagine they had backup that good, honestly. Um, y'all have anything for special teams? Yeah, don't kick it out of bounds in the kickoff. <laughs> yeah, uh, that helped. We've done that against South Carolina again, and uh, I don't know if that makes it for the year, what, five, six times. but We've been really good other than the first, like, two, hey, look, two three games. This is a hot take, but I know people get upset about kicking it out of bounds, but can they return it if it's kicked out of bounds? No. All i got to say, what's another five yards? Either five yards or return. It's not five yards. It's like. Well, they get 35 or something. or Get out of bounds at 30. Get out 35. 30 35 is 10 yards. What's another 10? Would you rather have a 10-yard penalty or have a 90-yard return? It's got to be solid and consistent, no, though. No, no matter. I mean, I mean, most times. Like, I don't want to kick it out of bounds either, but you got to look at the positive there, people. Most time it gets kicked out of the back of the end zone anyway, so we can't be letting them start at 35, so. I mean, that's it's 10 yards, but 10 yards is a big deal when you're coming down to it in college football. I'd rather it get kicked out of bounds in the back of the end zone. I'd rather get touchbacks and out of bounds all day than return. I like last year whenever they do that little squib-type kick in the corner. Make them return it. Uh, but, yeah, it's got to keep being solid on, you know, PATs and field goals, and we'll be good. Uh, Lee says, Huskies are beating Oregon. I agree. I think, I think Washington is legit. And, yes, Lee, uh, Thornton is playing. He says uh, they've got to throw to the wide receivers because their DBs aren't great. Easier said than done. Uh, Ethan says, looks like Spanky's slimming up a little bit, or is it just me? I think it is, buddy. I think I'm down 10 pounds right now. Uh, I've cut back instead of uh, three party pizzas a day. I think I just eat two. Have you really lost 10 pounds? I think I have. I'm proud of you, Spanky. No, you always got to weigh yourself after you leave the bathroom. All right, let's hit Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other real quick. Uh, sponsored by CND Tire in Oak Ridge. Make sure, you, make sure you go see them for any of your tire needs. Lee says Spanky is I built saw, I saw for speed. I saw That's him. right. I'm mean, lean, fighting machine, and I got the speed to keep you clean. Oh, yeah, I saw CND Tire the day for my tires. Did you? Yeah, yep, they do a I good job. Did. They do a good job. I hope, I hope you people out there don't need your tire aired up. I don't want no one to have a flat tire. But if you do have a flat tire, you know who to go to. Good job, Spanky. You should let me do the commercial. Let, we need to do live commercials. All right. <laughs> just let, like, you know, just let me, just, like, give me a signal, and then I just got to go off on a rant. The men's we would probably pad, lose. the women's are great. We'd probably lose sponsors at that point. All right, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, other. I'll read the headline. You will guess the state it happened in. Man arrested for having intercourse with a golden doodle. A golden what? Having intercourse with a golden doodle. Doodle. That's a dog. Oh. Um. I, I heard they bark like dogs down there. So Georgia. That's some cook. That's some Kentucky shit. Right there. Right, you're going other. I'm going other. Kentucky. 
Daggum. Man, y'all should have knew better. It's happening in Florida. Uh, Chad Mason, 36, was caught having order intercourse with a pup uh, in Why front of his family. Uh, he ran to a nearby church to wreck a nativity scene and attempted to steal a car. Uh, he was arrested for charges of uh, lewd exhibition, uh, exposure of um, sexual organs, and criminal mischief uh, of a place of worship. Uh, he was taken. He was taking the guttle doodle on a walk in the apartment complex. Uh, and I guess he just went on a big crime spree after that. Florida. Florida man. Uh, it's always Florida man. It's always Florida. Y'all got y'all gotta learn this. Uh thirteen year old arrested for burping in gym class. I think we don't have this or No, we've had a bunch of these though. But thirteen year old arrested for burping. Florida. I think it was Florida last time. Something like this happened. Alabama. Is Alabama last time? It was Alabama last time. That is correct. So what's your guess? You're going Bama again? I'm going Bama again. You're going Florida? It's happening in New Mexico. A 13-year-old was handcuffed and taken to juvenile detention center after he burped loudly in gym class. New Mexico, hey! Where the student was transported to juvenile hall, the school failed to notify his parents. Furthermore, he was suspended for the remainder of the school year without any justification other than the fact that he had burped in gym class. His parents have launched a legal action against the school. That's crazy. We've done a lot. We've done a lot. Uh, we've done a God. <laughs> it's great. I mean. I was thinking about California, honestly. California would be a good place for that. They're pretty sensitive. California love. Uh, Man on drugs breaks in the house and puts up their Christmas lights for them. Uh, He put them up. Like like, like he went in the house, put the Christmas lights. High man breaks into house. I'm going with Tennessee. That seems like something we do here in the volunteer state. We're just helping a brother out. It's supposed to be um, something negative, you know, on, on these other states. Spanky. I'm just saying that it, it it's a helpful thing helping a brother out. Alabama. It's happened in Ohio. Uh, one Ohio family got the wrong kind of holiday surprise when they came home and found that a high man on bath salts had broken into their home, made himself comfortable, and started putting up Christmas decorations. Uh, police said that an 11 year old child came home. And discovered the 44-year-old Terry Trent sitting on the family couch and watching TV. Uh, the child's mother was next door when her son called and said to him, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I'll get my things and go." He was later found and arrested. <laughs> he must have been 25, everybody. He must have been watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is a great movie. Everybody check it out if you never saw it. 82-year-old woman arrested for not paying trash bill. 82-year-old woman arrested for not paying her trash bill. How can you arrest an 82-year-old woman? But uh, let's go with uh, other. That seemed like something the Northerns would do. Petros, Tennessee. Man, y'all are bashing us like that. Gotta be realistic, bro. Hey, if we only did uh, stories on, like, some of the local stuff that went on here, my lord, because, like, my lord, you getting that Upper East Tennessee, like, in the... Near the Kentucky line, I'm telling you, there's Spanky. This is about other states. Okay, right now. I'm sorry, but I'm look. Everyone out Spanky. there knows it. Give me, give me, give me Alabama. I mean, 
kicking me out of Zach Moore from CND Tire didn't sponsor this segment for you to bash the people around him buying tires. Do you I'm, understand? It ain't around here, but yeah. like you I just said, up, up near Kentucky. This happened in Alabama. An uh, Alabama woman was in tears after being handcuffed, arrested, and thrown in jail for failing to pay a $77.80 trash bill. Uh, she initially thought the two officers uh, from Valley Police Department were joking when they arrived at her home, but they obviously were not. Uh, she cried and felt embarrassed to be arrested and charged with a misdemeanor. That's crazy. $77. I think if I was that cop, I'd have paid it for her. How, as a cop, could you... Like, I get it, that's your job, but my lord. We'll be right back. We're going to hit our predictions, our college football pickums. Spanky has to draw out of the cup of misfortune. I ain't got to do nothing. And see what his punishment is. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The C&D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, They've got a 4.8 out of 5 star rating, and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together, we went to school together, we played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's C&D Tire, 865-483-7455. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, The Spank. Like myself, D&M Fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket, composed metal, barbed wire. Heck, bring them bamboo sticks. And they can install them things for you too. DNM Fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865 435 4515 or 865 387 1026. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's DNM Fencing. Okay, and we're back. Next, we've got our Pickums. Um, Y'all ready for this, Spanky? Yeah. You, do, you sure? you know, do you know how to pick? Yeah. I All do. right, Spanky has to draw out of the cup of misfortune because he finished last and last last. Well, I guess it would be the week before last pick. Yeah. So technically, oh, since technically we didn't do a show, out. Spanky can either do this punishment or he's got to donate twenty five dollars to charity. Let's see what we got, Spank. Show it to the camera. <laughs> Show it to the camera. What we got? <laughs> you got to put it up to the camera. Oh, let me read it first. Purchase a candle. Vaseline, cucumbers, <laughs> wipe, cream, and condom from a store. Let me read that. <laughs> and you can't go through the self-checkout either. You got to go through the main checkout. This couldn't have happened to a better person than you. <laughs> You gotta go through the main checkout for this. This is perfect. <laughs> so you're doing it. You know what? Yeah, I'll do it. So Spanky's doing I'll it. I'll do it. Here, right. I'll even sign it too. Spanky what? has Give to purchase pen. a candle, Vaseline, cucumber, whipped cream, and a condom from the store. <laughs> and this all will be recorded. It will be recorded. 
That is awesome. I will do it. If yep. I could pick anybody in the world for this to happen to, it would be you. I will do it. I'll do it gladly, too. That's, yes, that is great. All right, let's do our predictions. Uh, then we'll do our giveaway. <clears throat> um, our record so far is Spur is 37-25, uh, and 25, and Spanky is 37-25 and 25 as well. So they're both tied for last. I'm in second, 38-24, and then Corbin is first, 43-19. and 19. Ten um, losses with high school teams. Come on with it. Got to throw that in there every time. All right, so and we will post these same games on the Facebook page, and you all can comment on there, and then that's how you are entered for the giveaway. Before we do our predictions, uh, Corbin wins the belt from the door. Wait, look on YouTube, the comments. There's Wait, been some I people won. just vote for me. I won. Okay, even with these YouTube comments, Spanky. SSC is you for one. No, it ain't. Look, I saw Corbin Rogers comment my name on there. Even well, he's probably trying to help you out because Spurs not even here and Spurs got more That's votes right. than you do. Then what about Big Mark twenty twenty? I said you can add all of them up and Spurs got more votes than you right now. Go, how all many did Corbin get? I, I go when my hand goes up, your mouth goes. Uh, shut up! <laughs> Just shut your Don't face. Start again. I'm the greatest. All right, game. thank you everybody that voted for me. Thank you. And you know what, everybody? He's gonna go home at night and he's gonna cuddle that precious belt because. That's all he has to his name in his sorry, pathetic little life. When I'm going to go out every single night, I'm going to party like heck, and I'm going to get up do it again with a smile on my face because I'm the freaking spank, Corbin. Yeah. And you're going to get up in the morning and drive a freaking dump truck while I'm out getting dump trucks. Oh, my God. I got to go piss. You don't even drink beers. So do the predictions and we'll get down. Well, let me know. Just yell it out. I don't know what's going on out here right now. You can't hold it for 30 hey, seconds. He, he's, he's like left. Like, he is so ashamed of losing me. Like, I I appreciate everybody out there. Every one of y'all that votes for me every week, I appreciate every single one of you. And Jen's are the greatest. I, I, I can't even put into words how great y'all are. Thank you so much. I will get, when I say I will get naked at your wedding, invite me to a wedding and I will go in my boxers. Like, I will go dance to that dance floor in my boxers. You're fired up by getting this belt. I am. Right here, champion. Four time champion right here. Just let's get the, let's get the, let's get the day you ain't going again. Spanky's hurt. Like, he, he don't even want to be in front of the camera right now. Let's go, Spanky. We got, we got, we got to do predictions. We, we've heard you 15 times. All right, Tennessee versus Texas A&M. Spur has picked Tennessee. I'm going to balls. I'm taking Tennessee, like I said, 34-31. and I'm taking that because uh, the guy who's watching this is the works at the White Quarry in Crab Orchard, and uh, I don't know your name, but he watches his. Po- <laughs> he, I bet he appreciates that. Well, he, I've never like talked to him before till this week, and I've been hollering walk there for ten years, but we ain't hollered walk there in four four months. But he is. Like a new one, Scale House, I guess. And uh, he said he watches podcast every week, and I appreciate you. Big Tennessee fan. He is a legit Tennessee fan. Legit. And uh, well, he said 34-31, and that stuck with me. That is a good prediction. And I'm going to 34-31. So that's what? 65 points. What was your prediction against Banking? I got Tennessee 37 to uh, 14. 51 points. 51 points. All right, I've got a 55-point total, and Spurs got a 52-point total. Game two, Oregon versus Washington. 
I got Washington. Uh, Michael Penix is just playing like a baller right now. Uh, Bo Nix, I think this is the weekend he gets beat, honestly. But he may not. I mean, he could pull something off. I mean, it, it it's at uh, Washington, I believe, ain't it? I believe it's at Washington. It's at Washington, yeah. It's at Washington, so, yeah. Uh, if Bo Nix does win this game, though, then we may be talking a different story. But this is uh, – I think Michael's just playing phenomenal at the moment. I'm going with – the Ducks. Going to Oregon? Going to Oregon. All right. Spurs got Washington, and I've also got Washington. Game uh, three, Notre Dame versus USC. USC struggle wins the past couple games, but uh, Notre Dame, two straight losses. Notre Dame, fighting Irish. Fight, fight, fight. Uh, give me USC. Notre Dame goes three straight losses, and they fought a top 25. Uh, Spanky is about to draw again next week. And uh, – Caleb Williams, USC, and I think uh, USC is going to bring. A, I think they're going to bring a good, good defense this week. So, uh, yeah. USC. Uh, Look, in order to get ahead of this thing, you got to pick the games. Spurs got USC, and I've also got USC. Game four, Miami, North Carolina. North Carolina. You got to scream, Spanky. I'm just saying. North Carolina. Who you got? Starting at guard. Six foot five, number twenty three from North Carolina, Michael Jordan. He's over here talking about. He thinks we'll pick him for basketball over here. No, I was saying the greatest of all times intro. So, uh, give me Miami. I think Miami. You go Miami. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a bad loss, very bad loss last week. But I think Miami's got the team that can beat North Carolina. You I don't think that one on. I'm still not. Confident North Carolina's team. It's just, it's just, it's inevitable to happen. Like they're going to get beat, and this is going to be the weekend they get beat. I've got North Carolina, and so does Spur. Game five, Auburn versus LSU. The Battle of the Tigers. Where is it at? Is it on the plains or is it down in Baton Rouge? I think it's. A, I'm think, pretty sure it's an LSU. It's an LSU. Oh, it's going to be calling Baton Rouge just Saturday night when the LSU Tigers play the Auburn Tigers. But I'm going to go with the real Tigers in this one. LSU. I trained Tigers. I got like seven Tigers at the house. I got – they was cats to begin with, but they're Tigers now. In the words of Biff Wilson, there's a Tiger in them tight-fitting jeans. I'm taking oh – I'm, 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 She tried to hide it by LSU? the feet. Yeah, I'm taking LSU. Close, all right, will. we've all four went LSU. Game six, Cowboys-Chargers. This, this, is, this is where it gets hard for me because NFL games, you just never know. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you interrupted me. Go ahead. But uh, uh I'm going to take a – Chargers. Justin Hobart and the Chargers have struggled so far to start the season. But the Cowboys the past couple weeks ain't played the best ball. Coming off this loss this past week for the Cowboys, it's a, it's a tough loss, tough loss. But uh, to 49ers, but – uh. Give me the Cowboys over the Chargers. That Chargers coach, he's going to be looking for a new job in the future. Spur also has the Cowboys. I took the Chargers. Uh, game seven, Raiders, Patriots. This is a tough game. Raiders! This is a tough game because the Patriots played god-awful. Like, pretty much the whole season's destroyed. But Bill Belichick, I mean, Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick is pissed off at the moment. Like, 
It's not good. He looked pissed off, though, in that picture of him at McDonald's. How can you be pissed off at McDonald's? So you going with Raiders, Corbin? I want to go... Yeah, give me the Raiders. I mean... Mac, I mean, the Patriots just can't get it together. Mac Jones, hey, Mac Jones is not a bad quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He is not a bad quarterback. But I just feel like everything that's going on with the Patriots right now, like, it, it's a crap show, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Be- Belichick is like. We all four went Raiders. Game eight, Titans, Ravens. Ravens. Ravens? Yeah, I. I love the Titans so much. Tighten up, baby. Let's go. You got Titans? Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Why not? I'll have faith in your team. My have team's they, playing right now. Have they already played once? No. T- no. no. Ravens. Uh, didn't one week we were picking games that didn't even happen? Didn't we realize that? No, we ain't done that yet. No. No. no, we did a couple weeks ago. Remember me and you were sitting in here, and we're like, and you were like, "Hey, who won that game?" And I was like, "That game ain't, doesn't even happen." Do you not remember that, Luke? I don't remember that. No, I don't. I'll pull it back up then. I'll pull uh, it up. Game nine, Vikings Bears. This is a tough one, just out of the way. Uh, I mean, the Bears. Vikings. Right now, the Bears organization is just a, uh, it's trash. Like, there's so much stuff every day. There's something new coming out with Chicago, like. Not good. Coach probably be fired before the season's over. Like you got the FBI raiding the Bears' house with the <laughs> offensive defense coordinator's household. You got the quarterback saying like I can do this, but they won't let me do this. And uh, like the whole Bear, but he comes out last weekend on Thursday. Well, last week on Thursday night football and throws bombs all game long. Saves saves Coach job because if they had lost, he was fired. But Coke Cousins and the Vikings over here. Coke's Coke's throwing great numbers this year. He he is actually throwing great numbers. Like if you look up Coke Cousins stats, he is phenomenal this year. Phenomenal. But they just can't win the games. They've been losing. Yeah, I've, very, got, I've got him on fantasy. He's he's doing good. Yeah, he's doing really good. He's just they can't win them tight games. Like it, it comes down to like a tight game and they can't win it. But I got this weekend the Vikings gonna win give Coke Cousins another win. I told you I was right. A couple weeks ago, one of the picks was the Falcons versus the Jets. And the Falcons versus the Jets don't even play till December the 3rd. I, I don't know. I remember when you had that conversation. Uh, Spur picked the Bears, and I also picked the Vikings. I was kind of surprised Spur went Bears. Game 10, Colts, Jaguars. Colts lost a starting quarterback. Uh, he, he, well, he returned. Which, uh, got hurt again. Anthony Richardson played eight plays, got hurt. So, uh, Give me the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, he he's underperforming this year compared to what everybody predicted predicted him to do this year. But give me the Jacksonville. I think Trevor Lawrence goes in there beats Colts. Uh, too much going on in Indy. Spur picked the Jags, and so did the Vol Daddy. All right, we'll see how we fare this week. Uh, thank you all for listening, whether it's live or after we publish this live. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're growing fast on all of our accounts, except probably Instagram. Uh, don't really ever post on there. But we'll post these same pickums on the Facebook page, and you can make your picks and be uh, entered to win a uh, $25 gift card, football, baseball cards, and uh, some decals. So, Everybody, go on the website. If you don't have the Checker Nealon website or the link, message one of us, and we'll help you out. Mostly me. I'll help you out any way I can. But 
Find out what color you got to wear on Saturday. I don't even care if you're in Neyland. You find you a color of orange or white and you just wear it. Hey, if you got an orange shirt and white pants you wear, you got uh, orange shorts and a white shirt, you wear it. Be all decked out in orange and white, everybody. Let's unite. Promos from Spanky. Get your mama out the field and get your daddy out the kitchen because the Tennessee Vols is what y'all been missing. Thank you, Silas Mason. And uh, hold up. Remember before the show, I told you. For whoever wins the giveaway next week, I'm putting $50 in, oh, okay. in the giveaway. My All lord, right. the, everybody, the county has gave him a raise, everybody. You heard it here first, everybody. So it'll be $50 cash and then $25 gift card, then decals and I'll tell you, I ain't giving you tickets. no money. I ain't giving you no money. You ain't got no money. No, I ain't. Look, the people... Look here. You said you spent it on that women. I am. Let me tell you why I ain't going to give people money. Oh, right, we got to go. Okay, bye. All right. Go ball. See y'all.